This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. And joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. A massive thank you to everybody that's joining and making this a part of the morning routine as always. Always a genuine pleasure to bring you the news as, as I can, as I try and do. Uh, if you could drop a like on the video, subscribe if you're new. That would be very, very much appreciated. I hope you've had a good Saturday. I hope you're prepared for what is going to be the start of the World Cup today. Uh, interestingly so. Not actually sure what time the World Cup starts. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a look now. Have a quick look at the fixtures whilst we're live. It starts at four o'clock UK time. So I might actually be able to watch that game. It'll be on while I'm working. So uh, interesting indeed. We'll see how Qatar and Ecuador get on in the opening game of the World Cup. But good morning, everybody in the chat box. Joining us live, Carl, Steve, Mike in Perth, Black Shine, Clear Away Dave. Uh, got Red Star and Olu and Paul and Clearaway Dave, as I've already mentioned, says, question, isn't it funny how Man City are not selling any more of their players to Arsenal? We'll get on to that very, very shortly. Temi, good morning to you. Stephen, uh, we've got Fun Trick. Good morning to uh, Stevie. Good morning to Vivian. Uh, and good morning to Paul and everybody else, of course, joining us in the chat. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're good. Uh, let's crack on. Uh, if you did enter into the Signs Thierry Henry shirt competition, Best of luck to you. Uh, it is now sold out. The draw will take place uh, next week. So make sure you stay uh, tuned if you did enter indeed to find out when the draw will be taking place over on the Football Prizes website. Uh, and today is the last day uh, that we'll be doing a football prize. Tomorrow, there's some new stuff happening that I need to talk to you about all tomorrow. Uh, but it, full prizes may return at some point, um, but I'm going to look forward to that if they do. But a massive thank you to them for sponsoring the channel throughout the period that they have. They have massively supported us and we really appreciate it. And best of luck to those that have entered the final competition. And congratulations to those that did win prizes during the recent partnership. Um, Arsenal's ladies unfortunately lost in the final moments at home against Manchester United. Uh, I was actually up in London yesterday uh, with some friends and the amount of uh, 
Arsenal shirts that I saw out and about uh, in the in the clubs, not in the clubs, in the pubs rather. It wasn't in any clubs, I promise. But the pubs around London before the game was great, seeing so many uh, attending the fixture. But it was not the uh, the result that we wanted ultimately, and it does now mean that WSL sits in a very precarious position with Arsenal losing their buffer with both Arsenal and Man United and Chelsea all sitting on the same amount of points at the top of the league. So very intriguing how that may turn out. But a big, unfortunate defeat for Arsenal at home to a Man United team that have really improved things in terms of the women's game over the last few years and are certainly now trying to compete at the top of the table. Hopefully Arsenal can turn things around quickly. Uh, Wilshire's under-18s lost to Southampton, unfortunately. What I should say is that I think Jack is going to find it a little bit more tricky now because he's seeing a lot of the under-18s get that promotion to the under-21s. We've seen a number of players with the under-21s yay, and I think that's going to continue to be the case. So Jack is going to have to adapt to that and hopefully he can get his side winning again very soon. Uh, the Arsenal under-21s also didn't pick up a win. They drew at home against Stoke after going 1-0 up through a penalty and then on the counter, unfortunately, were unable to stop a Stoke City counter-attack and uh, lost uh, lost that ground. Uh, and they'll lose further grounds in their hopes to try and top the table once again. It's been really, really good so far for the women's and youth under-21 so far, specifically alongside the senior men's team this season. But a couple of bad results the weekend hopefully will not have too damaging of an effect on things as they stand. Uh, and a massive, massive congratulations to Harry Simeu, who uh, did, had his debut in the Arsenal commentary box and commentated on the game. I managed to tune in for some of the first half uh, to listen to him, and I thought he did fantastically well. So I'm sure that if you haven't already said a big congrats to Harry, go over to Twitter, go over to Chronicles of Guna and wish him the best because it was fantastic to hear uh, him talking with David Hillier on the commentary yesterday. Uh, reportedly, according to Footy Insider, Arsenal will be banned from Manchester City's potential transfer moves. Of course, Arsenal signed Alexander Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus in the summer. And their success at Arsenal this season and the impact that it has in allowing Arsenal to now sit five points clear of their former side has riled somewhat of the Man City uh, executives to the point where supposedly they have now put a ban on Arsenal player or Arsenal signing any of their future players that would go into their starting lineup. How funny. Uh, well, he did it the right time and we got the right players, and it's certainly really helping Arsenal's uh, aims and objectives over this season. And we are certainly uh, benefiting off of it. So, yeah, really, really looking forward to seeing how much it more annoys Man City uh, for Zinchenko and, of course, uh, Jesus. And Jesus does need to score. We know this, and Haaland's been able to score plenty of goals. And if he was going to leave anywhere, I think they probably would have rather seen him go to a Chelsea or a Spurs than Arsenal right now. But he is obviously having a massive impact, even though he's not scoring. But we need to see some more goals in the new year, and I'm sure that they will certainly come forward. Now, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe uh, has been talking uh, whilst he's been out, I believe, in Qatar. Uh, and uh, in his conversations, he's been having uh, more of an information about when we might see him back at the club. And he is actually targeting a return on Boxing Day against West Ham United. This is ahead of schedule because there was an expectation that he would indeed return more so for... Well, we, we more so expected Smith-Rowe to be back in January. However, there is an expectation from him that he's trying to target that West Ham United game. I'd be very surprised if he made it. 
Who knows? Maybe we'll see him return for that fixture. But he himself has said that he's looking to return. He's also said that he's found it pretty difficult, despite the fact he's loving the fact that Arsenal are top of the table and his teammates are doing so well. He, of course, has found it very difficult to not feel like he's involved, even though he's at the club and doing his rehab to get back to full fitness. It would be very difficult. So I'm sure he's very motivated and very determined to get back out on the field and show what he's capable of bringing to the team in the second half or second two thirds, I suppose, of the season. Uh, so really good news on Smith Rowe, which is definitely an improvement on what we previously expected. And finally, according to Fabrizio Romano, Mikhailo Madrid is still indeed, despite that massive price tag, a priority for Arsenal. And also, we brought you news yesterday that supposedly that bid, or there was a bid that had been made, an official offer to Shakhtar Donetsk, and that Shakhtar Donetsk would be going and looking back. Now, there are reports and claims out there that it was actually Arsenal that were the team that made that official offer. Still needs to be corroborated on on certainly uh, sources that I'm aware of and other English-based journalists as well. But it is an encouraging sign and it is certainly something that hopefully we can see movement on in January. It is all going to be about how much Arsenal are willing to spend and how much Shakhtar are willing to come down on their estimation of the player. The agent is doing all he can. It seems Mudrik as well is doing all he can also. But ultimately, there's not really much else we can ask for in this scenario other than Shakhtar being more amenable to a potential transfer in January. And that is going to take them to, to come down on their price. Thankfully, if you want to see things that are reduced in price and get you safe and secure online, all you need to do is go to nordvpn.com slash guna to get yourself a fantastic VPN service that keeps you safe and secure online at a massive discount as well. Plus, four months free off your subscription. Uh, And if you aren't enjoying the service, you can get a 30-day money-back guarantee as well. Perhaps uh, you are abroad somewhere, maybe watching the World Cup fixtures somewhere, or you're just on holiday and you want to use your typical broadcasting apps to make sure you don't miss any of the games. Uh, What you can do is is you can use NordVPN to change geolocation, hop over to where you usually would be coming from, and then able to watch any of the apps that would not typically work abroad. This uh, brings an end to this second uh, stint of working with NordVPN. I would just like to say a massive thank you to them for helping support the channel. It means a hell of a lot. It's enabled us to improve some of the infrastructure of the channel very quickly, such as the microphone that you're now listening to me on. Gabriel Compressor was indeed courtesy of NordVPN. And uh, improving things about the channel is always something that I'm going to work towards with potential sponsors in the future. So a massive thank you to them. I hope you get involved and I hope you have enjoyed any of the benefits that you've received if you have indeed got involved with NordVPN as well. So that's nordvpn.com slash Guna. A massive thank you to them. I think we finished strongly with those transitions. Anyway, let's move on to part two and your questions right after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, uh, let's jump into the chat box. Uh, Let's go to Christopher, who says, if we sign Mudrick, that to me screams out that Arteta will coach Smith-Rowe to become a number eight. I think that Smith-Rowe obviously has been used by Arteta in that number eight position, so there's always scope for him to use that more. I also think that Arteta is a big, big fan of uh, versatile players that he can coach to use in a number of positions. That's why they signed Vieira, of course, because he's just been able to give us so much versatility and options in the midfield and forward line this season so far, even though he's not been able to transition as smoothly because he didn't have a pre-season, of course. And that's really important because I think you need players that can cover multiple positions. You don't want someone too specialised, unless it's a goalkeeper or a centre-back. Even a centre-back, you look at what Ben White's done, or a striker potentially like Jesus, who despite can play in wider roles, has certainly only been used solely in that central area thus far in a competitive sense. So maybe we'll see Smith-Rowe move into one of those central midfield positions in the future. Uh, Paul says, if Mudrick is signed, could he be converted into a Henri-esque goalscorer who started out as a potential wide player. There's always scope, as I've just mentioned, to be able to coach a player to play in a different role. I think that that is certainly something with the speed, the right-footedness, the way in which he can cut inside. But also, he's good on his left foot as well. I think he's creative with both feet. And I think he can do a really good job with either. So, yeah, I think there's definitely scope potentially for that. But it's going to take time and a lot of patience and coaching to get that to work. Uh, Scarface says, can we talk a little bit about Miles Lewis Skelly for a second? He was playing out of position and absolutely bossed it. Amazing dribbling ability, movement for a 16-year-old, and he's been called up for Dubai as well. He certainly does seem to be the next uh, kind of player that's coming through the ranks behind Charlie Patino uh, and following Balogun. It now seems to be Miles Lewis Skelly that is the one, of course, is being called up for the England under-18s, I believe he did, with Ethan Nwanyeri. He played at left-back yesterday uh, in the Arsenal under-21s and did really, really well. Uh, just as Scarface mentions there, the, the dribbling ability in particular is something that he's thriving with. Typically plays deeper in the midfield, so would be a potential competitor for that position in the future. But I would look forward to seeing his de- uh, his development continue. As a 16-year-old, uh, going off to Dubai is going to be a great experience for him. I don't think we'll see him in the Arsenal senior setup for a couple of years at least, but certainly one to keep an eye on for the future. Uh, Amira says, I know Jesus said it himself that he is our main man up front, but looking at how we play, would it be fair to say that our system is more of a false nine? I mean, he plays very deep for a number nine at times. He does drop back. He does get involved with the build-up. But a false nine is more of a either a winger or more of an attacking midfielder that kind of plays in that number nine role. And then they use that midfield or creative ability to enhance the wider areas more. And I know that Jesus is certainly very collaborative, but I wouldn't describe him as a false nine. I would describe him as your typical number nine and does play centrally and does want to play at the tip of the spear and try to finish off chances. But he's also a player that has a lot more to his game than just what a typical number nine has. So we get this kind of feeling that he's playing both a nine and a false nine at the same time. Uh, wow, that rhymed. So did that. Uh, but I think that uh, I, I think that Jesus' future will remain very much as a classic number nine with those characteristics that maybe blend him more with a false nine as well. Uh, we don't need to 
categorise players these days. We can just sit and enjoy what they bring to the team. Uh, let's go to uh, Jonathan, who says, the Mudrick saga seems pretty much like the Lissandro Martinez one. It's very likely that Arsenal will go for another target in the end. I disagree. I don't think it's necessarily very likely uh, that Arsenal will go for another target. I think that they will just move the way that they move. They have their primary options. If they can't get them, they'll go for someone else. I don't think it's very likely that that happens. I think there's a chance that that could happen if they can't indeed agree a deal in January. Uh, Scott says, uh, hey, Tom, you okay, bro? I'm living, uh, I'm live again with Man United on uh, the grind. Uh, dedication, pure silky smooth delivery is always great job, mate. Thanks, Scott. Really appreciate that. I swear I just saw Scott's comment. I didn't mean for that to come out like, oh, look, a really nice praising comment, <laughs> but I'll take it. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, if we manage to sign Mudrick, would that be a statement? Of course it would, Lynn. It would be a massive move in January to sign someone who's so coveted on the European market. So there you go. Um, uh, Kamali says, what's your take on the talisman situation? I don't know what the talisman situation is. Is that like a talisman of a team? The Arsenal don't really have a, a talismanic figure. I, we have a lot of talismans, I think, in this team. I don't think a team needs necessarily one. Like you look at Palace, I've got Zaha. You look at Man United, had Ronaldo until his chaos hasn't really worked out. You look at City with Haaland and De Bruyne. But they've still got so many, many other quality players. I don't think Arsenal needs a talismanic figure, to be honest, at all. So I think we need lots of quality throughout the team. If we have one player that stands above the rest, you have to start questioning why that's the case. I like having a team that's full of stars rather than just one standout star. Uh, Louis says, uh, uh, Sergei Milinkovic, Savic or Mudrik, you can only take one. Who is it? I would take Mudrik because I think we just need, for me, the forward line is more important to strengthen than the midfield. So if you're offering me one or the other, I choose Mudrik because I think that it's more important to strengthen the forward line this January. We need to make sure that we have that extra firepower in attack. Uh, Virash says, given that we are willing to go on about £55 million for Rafinha, do you, to be fair, I should should clarify this, there's a big misconception. We never went close to 55 million for Rafinha. We went around the 40 millions for Rafinha. We never went close to 55 or 60 million. So you know when you saw people out there going, well, if we were willing to spend 60 million on this guy, why weren't we going out and spending that much on someone else? That was never true. We never went in close to 60 million. Chelsea blew Arsenal out the water with their bid. And eventually Barcelona had to come up and try and match that as well. Arsenal never went close to 55 million quid in reality. It just didn't happen. You heard it from Edu himself. He kind of explained the situation. And as soon as he said he wanted to move to Barca, the club really moved away. But the discussions were never close to that. So let's try and merge or mould, rather, your question, Viraj. Given Arsenal willing to go to around 40 million-ish, Rafinha, do you think our budget for the now not-so-secret wide forward has been pre-decided? No, I think things change. I think six months after the summer window, Things are very different. Arsenal's prospects are very different. The likelihood of Champions League football is very much more real than it was maybe at the start of the season. And also, they've got this idea of trying to push for a potential title. They aren't undermining that. They aren't underestimating that. I think that they will move for the players they think can strengthen them in January, no matter the cost. But they will obviously want to pay what they believe to be is a fair representation of the market value of what that player is actually worth and not pay over the odds for somebody. But it will have to be the right player. If they deem Mudrik to be the right player, then great. Uh, Alina says, is it true that Elneny could leave? Uh, well, of course he could leave. If an offer comes in for Elneny that the club think is good enough to sell him, I'm sure that they would be open to letting Elneny leave. That would leave them a little bit shorter in midfield, however, and you would think that they would then have to go out and sign somebody. But Report suggesting he could leave. It's a pretty open report, you know, so saying El Elneny could leave Arsenal. 
Of course, Elneny could leave Arsenal. Of course, Cedric could leave Arsenal. You know, of course, Lokonga could leave Arsenal. If Arsenal get a bid that they think is worthy of the player's value and they think they're ready enough to bring in someone that can replace that player and more, then of course they could leave the club. You know, so it's it's very easy to, to suggest that. So yeah, of course, of course he could. Uh, Isova says, why not go with the current recruitment structure of players under the radar that complements the team instead of known players? Depends. Like, we talk about known players. Let's be real. Mudrik was pretty unknown when he was first mentioned with Arsenal, you know, coming off the bench for Shakhtar, coming off the bench for, for Ukraine. He was pretty unknown. It's only because Arsenal haven't moved early enough on Mudrik to get that deal done that he's become very much more known. So known and unknown players are very, what's the word, subjective to when the media picks them up, when people start spotting them. There are probably players out there that are as good as Mudrik at the same kind of age bracket that we're not really as aware of. But Mudrik is kind of in the time timelines at the moment, so you know it. So... It, it, it's it's different. I think that players go under the radar of being known and unknown is very subjective based upon how much media coverage coverage there is of those players. But it's not about making sure we only go for players that are kind of these small gems out of nowhere because if Arsenal are going to get to a level of Man City and competing for titles, we are going to have to go for the big players of this world. That's why City have gone out and signed you over the course of several years. Your Agueros, your De Bruyne's, your Erling Haaland's, you know, that's why they've done that. And that's got them to the successful level that they're at. So we can't always be going for the unknowns. We can definitely merge them in with some really successful players, but it's about finding a balance, I think, in the market. Uh, Josh says, uh, hi, Tom, any news on this potential prospect, Fares Chaby? Nothing extra than what we told you about yesterday, that Arsenal have been one of the teams linked with him. That's it. There's nothing on top of that that I've personally heard about. Uh, Christian says, Tom, it seems the more Fabrizio talks about the Mudrick deal, the higher the fee will be. Do you think that we should start throwing other names out there just to throw other teams off from priority targets? We've talked about this. I talked about this with Dan the other day. Arsenal needs to be a bit savvy. And I'm sure they are being as savvy as they can. And certainly we have seen links with other players like Ferran Torres, Jesper Lindstrom. You know, these guys have also been linked to the club. I also think that Arsenal won't pay over the odds and they will have backup plans. They will have plan B, C, D, E, F, whatever. They will be looking to try and bring in potential other options as well if they can't sign Mudrick. But they will hope to try and get a priority target if they can. Uh, let's go to everyone saying Tielemans. Why is everyone saying Tielemans? What did I do? <laughs> what did I say wrong? <laughs> did I say something wrong? Tielemans? What have I done? Tielemans could be a talisman. Oh, you're asking, could, was the question, could Tielemans become a talisman? Did I really miss, was I really that stupid? Let me find the question that it was originally. Goodness me. Do I... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Can't find the question now. That's so annoying. Oh, uh, Ronald. Well, Ronald says, can Tillemans become a world-class player or just at least be a top player? But where's the question that was asking me about a talisman? I'm sure. Did it really say Tillemans? <laughs> this is the problem, is I read questions out. And obviously, at the start of the section where I ask for questions, all of the questions come in very quickly. So I then start going down them. And by the time I've seen some of the reactions to some of my answers... <laughs> <laughs> obviously I then lose that oh I'm sorry I can't find it now Tealemans someone said Tealemans oh okay uh the Tealemans well look I think I gave a pretty good answer to the talisman question did I re I thought it said I thought it said talisman but you know that's just me um <laughs> let's just treat the Tealemans question as is um Tealemans 
I think can certainly become a quality player in the Arsenal team. I'm not sure that Tielemans, um would become a talismanic figure, if that's even the question. Um, but is there any news on Tielemans joining Arsenal, if that's the question? Uh, but they definitely wrote talisman. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. I'm not. I'm not sitting here going crazy. They definitely wrote talisman. Whoever it was, I can't remember now. Maybe it was Tebby. Um, I can't remember. But uh, is there any news on him? Obviously, Arsenal still remain linked with him. My information in the summer that was that Edu was willing to wait until the summer of next year uh, to get him on a free. That's not changed as far as I know. And the only reason that that would change is if another team came in and put a bid on the table for Tielemans that he was willing to accept. That might accelerate Arsenal's interest in the player. But beyond that, they still seem very patient on Tielemans. And Tielemans seems very keen as well to, to make that move if it does indeed come about. So we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down about Tielemans and Talisman. And it's not even my fault. <laughs> That's what's ridiculous. Uh, Ronald says, what striker would you sign to complement or compete? See, I'm now trying to improve people's questions without even needing to, to compete with Jesus. Uh, the thing about the striker option is right now, I'm more interested in Arsenal signing a wide player that's versatile. Um, the striker thing, I think, maybe comes further down the line. But who knows? Maybe following Balogun can be that player. Maybe following Balogun can be the guy that can complement and compete with Jesus much better than Eddie Nketiah is currently doing right now. Uh, Josh says, is Arsenal still mon monitoring Indica from Frankfurt? The contract is coming to an end. Arsenal will be monitoring hundreds of players. Hundreds of players. And I'll be shocked if Indica is not one of the players, because of course, as you say, Josh, his contract is running out. They will be looking at loads of players. Um, Guinea in 1971 says Kayan Edwards was stretched off at the, end of, at the end of the under 21s yesterday. It looked bad. He's only just come back from an injury, Kayan Edwards, so that's not good news for him. Uh, I did know that he was stretched off. It's not good news at all. He has just signed a new contract, so he isn't going to be at the club for the foreseeable, but it is difficult to see his future at Arsenal. He hasn't impressed loads this season, even when he has played, so I wouldn't say that, you know. The injury, and with the utmost respect, is like really, really bad news for us. As if it was like Balogun or Enketia, for instance. But obviously, we wish him the best of returning. But he, he's he's not necessarily, to me, shown enough to say that his future lies with the Arsenal senior side yet. But that injury is only going to uh, make things trickier for him in the future. Um, <laughs> uh, Temi says, "What's the best player we could take on loan this season?" Loans are really difficult to find because you've got to find a player that's one not really being used at a club, and B, that's good enough to make an impact at Arsenal. So typically, you're having to go to teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona and Bayern Munich and maybe other big Premier League sides, but that's going to be tricky, uh, or PSG or Juventus. You know, you need to go to somewhere where somebody isn't playing all that much and then go, do you want to get some minutes with us? Is it going to affect? Probably not Barca because we're in the Europa League with them, so why would they you know, loan somebody to us? It's very difficult to find somebody on loan that's going to be good enough to bring in. Like Taliso when he was at Bayern, now he's moved to Leon, of course. That's very, very different. Why is... Hold on. For some reason, my laptop's not charging. I don't know why, but we're going to have to wrap up the show pretty soon. Maybe we've got a power cut or something. Uh, I don't know what's going on, really, to be honest. I don't know why this isn't charging. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think we've got a great chance still of signing some good players in January. It might not be loan moves. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Why is it not charging? <laughs> this is so strange. Hold on. Defin definitely plugged in. Don't really know why that's not 
Is this not on? Do I have to turn that on? Is that? Oh, now we're charging. How on earth was, was I even using internet if that switch wasn't? Happened. But for some reason, yeah, for some reason, everything went down. I'm hoping you can still hear me fine. Do let me know if you can in the chat box. I mean, if I've got no internet, there's no way I'm going to even know that you are actually being able to hear me. But uh, hopefully this is fine. I was going to wrap up the show anyway. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up there because I don't know what's going on. This has been a car crash of an end of a show, I tell you. Talismans, Tillemans, charger's not working. Who knows what's going to happen next? Anyway, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I really appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure, as it always is, to join you. Uh, I will be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., uh, bringing you all the latest Arsenal information and uh, a bit of announcement as well, which I'm looking forward to getting some feedback on as well. So I look forward to that, <laughs> Matt G. You are our talisman, so goodness me. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Drop a like, subscribe to the channel if you're new with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Pray to the charging gods that I don't have to worry about any charging issues in the future. Um, but anyway, see you soon. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.